0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 1.2 of Parental Advisory. Yes, you are here with Marissa Tervort, my beautiful, lovely, passionate wife.
1: And since he's introducing me, and Niels Tervort, my handsome ginger.
0: Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Handsome, ladies and gentlemen. That's what she said. Put it on your board.
1: He's pumped. I can tell. A
0: little excited. Um. Glad to be here, glad you're here, glad I'm here, glad she's here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're excited to talk today about some life skills mm-hmm. and the world That's and cool. raising crazy, tiny superhumans in this awesome world. So, our topic today is delayed gratification.
1: Yes, we've been talking about that.
0: And it's a... It's such a valuable skill. Today, I mean, we ordered something on Amazon, like, at 10 o'clock two days ago, and it arrived by, like, 5 p.m. the next day, Mm -hmm. so you can have anything you want immediately.
1: Yep, everything's on demand nowadays.
0: Even dating is on demand. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> swipe right, <laughs> buy, swipe right. They've got hookup apps. They've got uh, actual dating apps. They've got, you know, deliver your food now. Anything in the world is now. And if your kids are like ours, they know that already.
1: Right. And we do recognize that that is something that's uh, pretty big nowadays, but we do want to uh, teach our kids kind of an old-fashioned principle, and that is delayed gratification. So, We're talking about what is delayed gratification. Do you know what delayed gratification is, Niels?
0: Delayed gratification is when I wake up in the morning and I see you get out of the shower and you're like super, super hot and I have to wait until the end of the day to get some alone time to do. That's delayed gratification, ladies and gentlemen. Well,
1: (laughs) delayed gratification can also be, it's basically, you know, um, planning ahead for things that you want long-term, planning your long-term goals or whatever it is that you want to achieve, and working at it, tacking away at it slowly, and waiting, not getting your return right away, but just keeping your eye on the prize, working hard, so...
0: Thanks, Professor.
1: Well, that's not not the (laughs) definition, but... So we know what delayed gratification is. We're trying to teach our kids that because nowadays... um, Well, Niels and I have noticed that our kids do get a lot of what they want, and that seems to be, um, it's not as much of a problem with me, and I think that's because I don't practice lead gratification as often as, say, Niels does. So that is something that he's called, he's brought to our attention um, a lot lately. So, um, and in the past. And in the past. No, that's right. And in the past. It's something that's actually very new to me. So can we talk a couple, a little bit about how we are implementing delayed gratification, how we are teaching our kids about that?
0: So, delayed gratification is, to me, like, one of the most important things in the world. You've got to teach your kids not to just, like, get all worked up in the moment. You've got to teach them how to and earn things. have it things. now, have it now. And, you know, a lot of it with me, like, I get so frustrated um, when my kids use uh, the word for instance, I want this, I want that. It just it, Oh
1: he hate oh ugh. he just can't stand that. And he can't so stand I, that. I,
0: I, I'm always correcting them. Uh, I'm like, you know, if you want a technology device or something like that, don't tell me you want it. Bring it to me in a way of saying, Dad, I'm gonna I w to i I'm going to earn a tablet.
1: Or how can I earn this or how can this I something...
0: earn this? You yes. know, but shift that language. It's
1: a trigger word for him. I want trigger word.
0: It's a trigger word. It's like ungrateful, like just painful. It's like nails on a chalkboard Mm -hmm. for me. So I, I work to correct them into, into saying I'm going to earn. And then it brings us to, well, how are you going to earn that? And then, you know, they can say it, it gets them on that thought process of, Oh, I can, I can help mom with this or I can help with that to, make money to earn that
1: Mm -hmm. um and we've been implementing it and we've been finding a lot of success not only um because the kids get what they want but we notice it's a huge confidence builder in our kids and that's something that we're trying to cultivate a lot in our kids is self-confidence because that's priceless having having self-worth and all that so
0: and work ethic
1: and work ethic so
0: and playing that long game
1: we're playing. We're trying to teach them to play the long game. Niels is definitely better, like I said, at that than I am. But I'm learning a lot by watching our kids.
0: With, with the little technique for some of these, uh, playing the long game, type mentality is when we're out at a at a store and our kids are, oh, I want this toy or anything
1: which they always ask which, for. Of course, if you
0: have kids, we have four of That's them. That's fine. And they are always going to say, I want this, I want that. That's fine. And that's fine. And you always tell them, yes, of course you can have that.
1: Yeah, never shut them down.
0: As soon as you get home, write it down, and or I can take a picture of it right now, and remind me to show you the picture when we get home, and we can put that on a board, and you can work to earn that. 100% you can have anything you're willing to earn.
1: I.E. Vision Board.
0: I.E. Hashtag. Vision boards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so that's a great tool, and once you condition your kids to that, that's going to be the response all the time. It's it's so much easier going out to stores, and I don't think we've ever actually dealt with a major tantrum. I, I haven't no, anyway.
1: No, no, I don't think I've, with our four kids. No, I don't think I've ever had the, you know, falling down, breakdown kind of thing. I've Complete never had meltdown. no, never had that.
0: Yeah. So that's something that, you know, circumventing that meltdown, I, I can count on all my fingers. I, I don't even have enough fingers and toes to count how many times I've witnessed kids doing that in the store, and I'm just like, I want to smack the parent, I'll be honest. I want to be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, do you, does your brain function properly? Like, you've got to teach your kids how can't, to handle this. And you this.
1: can't blame the children because that's the, what, the pleasure principle, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's, they're kids. They're, up until they're like seven or eight years old, that's all they're looking for is pleasure they're looking for that immediate gratification and so that's that's children that's why they're learning so quickly and there's so many so much that goes into that they don't they don't have foresight or planning or strategy or anything that's for us to teach them exactly and that's for us to articulate and condition them early and model and model that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but here here's a co- a couple little examples examples and and uh, this is one of my favorites um it paid off it worked mm-hmm. it got the ball rolling it happened uh, it happened it showed uh it showed our oldest daughter how her actions can get her what she wants. That or she can
1: get anything she wants. That she
0: can get anything she wants. And it, it shows just work ethic and all of today's topics are around her. She's our oldest. She's um she's, nine. A trailblazer she's a the trailblazer for all the kids. Yeah. She gets all of our our uh testing <laughs> our testing <laughs> techniques.
1: Yeah. Our parenting, yeah, our new parenting techniques, that's true.
0: So um we transferred school districts a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. when we transferred school districts, our daughter was you know, doing great, getting all fours and excellence. Before we transferred. Before we transferred. We
1: brought her and, into the school.
0: And that yeah, and then we went to a new district and she was behind. She was like a whole grade behind in reading.
1: Mm-hmm. And getting
0: and Struggling. we under, we understand now why she's you know, reading is not her strong suit. She's she has so shown, many strengths. Yeah, she's shown us that there are some, you know, potential um ch- uh learning challenges that she has with reading but we helped her work through that and when we transferred school she came home one day and the teacher was uh, we saw her report card or progress report what was it
1: it's her progress report and i sat down with it was her her like uh at the beginning of year they have a a parent teacher conference Mm, that's what it was and basically the teacher told me that she was very behind with her reading and the phonics and she was A whole grade level behind and of course my heart sank because as a mother I felt like I had done so much I had brought her into her other school very prepared I mean she was a she was I think prepared beyond all the other kids and um, we did notice a change so we changed schools and yeah we that was brought to our attention that and it was a confirmation that that there was some there was some some problem an issue
0: yeah and so we got home and we were like, all right, we've gotta buckle up our belts and we've gotta uh up and commit to doing more reading and more practicing and uh you know, do more books and, and everything and that turned into a big old struggle. Oh she, she did not want to read. Oh my
1: god. It's painful for her.
0: Ugh. And it was hard, like she definitely wasn't getting it.
1: And there were tears, there lots, were lots of, tears of tears every night.
0: And it was just for not all for struggling. all of us. Yeah. <laughs> And it got to the point where she's doing the whole resting her hand or her face on her hand and, you know, draws her lips to the side and her face is all squished into her hand. And she's talking while her face is squished and not putting in any effort.
1: It's that it's that give up like I just give up.
0: Yeah. And making it as painful as possible. Yeah. To get through it. And so I was like, all right, fine. I'm go- I went up to her room. I took every article of clothing out of her room.
1: Mm-hmm. and I
0: put it into my closet
1: oh my gosh she was not happy about that
0: and she no longer had clothes
1: which if you know our daughter she's all about fashion about picking at her outfit that's how she expresses herself
0: I think she would rather die than go to the school two days in a row with the, the same, same clothes on. oh yeah so I was like I was like fine I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you anymore I said, if you want to change your clothes tomorrow, your new currency is books. You have mm. to read two books to get a new shirt and a new pair of pants. Each book will get you one article of clothing. And just like that, she was now motivated.
1: But she protested. And I'll tell you, I had to keep my mouth shut because I had never... thats is the, This is the first time Niels had ever implemented delayed gratification with the kids. And I... Didn't grow up that way, so I wasn't sure how it was going to pan out. So I just shut my mouth, but I'll tell you I was honestly not a fan of that. But I supported him because that's what you do as you know a spouse. I supported you know this technique, and even though she was crying, we did it. So:
0: It made our reading experience much more two-sided versus one-sided
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she was ready to work. And ready to earn. Excited
1: and to earn a new outfit.
0: I Excited to earn an outfit each day. She took more, more pride in her um, outfits and was much mm-hmm. more thought out, prepared, everything. So it definitely turned things around. We, we were able to catch her up, get her, um, get her on pace with the rest of the grade. And um,
1: She's doing amazing and now. And now she
0: does amazing. And the, the, what got her from being caught up to doing amazing was another um, technique, her her best thing ever, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love peer pressure.
1: That every, that has a negative connotation, too. It can be a good thing.
0: Yeah, peer pressure, yes, of course. You know, if somebody's offering your kids drugs Crap. or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. probably a bad or, thing. Or crack cocaine. It's probably um, a bad thing. If somebody's offering your kids drugs, that's bad peer pressure. But when your neighbor kid gets a cell phone and she's Mm. in the same grade as your daughter
1: oh heaven forbid
0: heaven forbid her your daughter not have a cell phone Mm -hmm. and so she was begging i said this girl got a a cell phone i want my cell phone i was like of course you can have a cell phone all you have to do is earn it Mm -hmm. what do i have to do what do i have to do i said "You, you have to pick out 20 chapter books and you have to read all 20 of them and when you're done reading them all, I will take you to get a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Boom. Jackpot. She turned into a bookworm, I feel like, in four months. Yeah. It was in, over the summer. Yeah, it was over so, the summer. It was over the summer, but then it went one month into school. Right. And so she, um, she took last summer and was just in her room reading. She
1: would fall asleep reading every night. Yeah,
0: she'd have a book on her face every she, night. Yeah, every
1: night. Turn in, the book light would be on, Yep. book on her face.
0: And so she read 20 books, and at about 14 or 15, she got in trouble for lying.
1: Yeah, she, she, she basically got in trouble with Mama. And, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but I remember it was a pretty serious, a pretty serious lie. So I decided to tack five more books onto that total. So she was up to having to read 25 books. She was not happy about that, but
0: but she was already you she know, learned her lesson. Yeah, because she
1: knew how much time that was going to take.
0: Yep, and she had already got about three quarters of the way there, and so she realized the severity of lying. So that nipped that one in the bud, and then also she knew she could do it because she'd already read 15 books. What's another 10 more? Right, you know she's still over halfway there. And, you know, she she ended up knocking it all out. And we went and got her a a phone. Oh,
1: that was such a big day. Oh, my gosh. The smile on her face. They went to Best Buy. She picked out this rose gold cell phone.
0: And mind you, it was not an iPhone. This was not not a Samsung. This was the cheapest model you could possibly buy. It was $59. But it
1: was rose gold. But
0: it was rose gold. She got a little case with it. I think it was $65 total. And after she got that, she was like just felt great about herself she could you know she earned it like she was just on cloud nine it was amazing and so
1: not only did she have her cell phone but she could read better double win
0: win 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 and on top of that if you you know if you do get them that get them a phone get them the cheapest one you can the best thing about having a cheap phone is a it's probably not going to have a lot of memory so there's not a zillion apps she's able to download b it's got really bad processors so she's not going to be able to like sit there on youtube and be streaming stuff all the time um because it just doesn't have the bandwidth to do that and um see if it's if it, if you know it's a kid if they're probably going to break we're it they're going to break it which it's i think affor- we're probably there now yeah, it's it's been affor- about a year it's an, it's an affordable replacement mm-hmm. um but yeah great great win there is getting just an unlocked uh, cheap Rocky music cheap, for yeah, her cheap phone Make it happen and uh, get them to succeed. Um, yeah.
1: But now you've implemented a new something new with the kids. The girls—they're reading their books.
0: Oh yeah! Now they have personal development books. And because
1: Neil's is in is big into reading personal development books.
0: Yeah, so now they're they're doing uh, personal development books, and there's a much bigger reward for those. Um, they they get fifty dollars for completing the book, and then fifty dollars if they put together a, um, uh, like a presentation to tell me about the book.
1: Basically like a book report. A book
0: report, basically. Mm -hmm. And then their grandma, uh, Grammy, said she will match that as well. So they potentially could earn 200 smackers.
1: And our oldest is in the market for a brand new phone. Our second is in the the market for her first phone now. Yeah. So she's got her eye on the prize. She's driven. They're... And now we've also created a really good habit for our, for our girls. They fall asleep on a nightly basis reading reading books. So boom.
0: And on on top of that, boom. the the our youngest she actually didn't even really want a phone. She wants to take her if she when she when she finishes her book, she wants to take her money and go get herself a little, um, laptop. Uh, yeah, Chromebook,
1: laptop or Chromebook. Yeah, she or something wants she like wants that. her own little
0: computer. Yeah. So. It's just an amazing way to get them uh, enthused and get them working towards something in the future and learning that lesson early.
1: And we don't shut the door. Don't shut the door on your kids' dreams, ever. Find a way to help them make that a reality, Mm -hmm. whether that be giving them opportunities to earn it, but just don't shut them down. You know, I think that's super important, so we don't do that. Cell phones happened. And (laughs) I
0: think that's such a big thing, in the world today is, nothing is it, impossible. if you're as old as we are, I'm 36, and so am I, she's, a little older than, she's a little older than me. Stop it. Two mo- <laughs> it's two
1: months. <laughs> two
0: months. <laughs> she's an <my> old lady. <sighs> um, <laughs> if, uh, if you grew up uh, in that era, I got thinking about how old you were, and I forgot what I was oh finishing that gosh. thought with, but um, the, oh, I remember, like the working force, where, where we're at with um, you know, when we grew up, it was like you've got to go for a profession, right? You had to, you have to learn to be. You have to a, choose something. You in have school. to choose something to to learn. You know, whether you're going to be a lawyer, an attorney, a doctor, a fireman, a police teacher. officer, some sort of profession. Mm-hmm. Well, today the future economy is not built the same as it was back then. So if if our kids are super stoked about you know slime, for instance, there are people with channels on YouTube in re- making slime and making. Money, by whatever they're passionate about. And that's the future economy that we're working towards. So you don't want to shut the your fact door. The that you
1: can actually make money doing something that you're passionate about. Before, I think that was, we were younger. The idea of, of being paid for your passion was kind of a new idea and didn't really happen. Now it actually happens. It's real. Now it actually and that's happens. that's the future. Yeah, that's like, what it is.
0: Yeah, we have... You know. aren 't
1: our children aren 't we and our children so lucky that that 's now a reality it's it 's no joke anymore. you can make money playing with toys on youtube that 's one of the biggest channels playing video games and things like yeah, that yeah
0: crazy playing games on YouTube
1: over fifteen million subscribers it 's yeah. nuts
0: but anyway that 's just a, a little tangent you 're welcome. We went off course there, but we 're getting back on course the, uh, the going back to the Uh, peer pressure component. I just wanted to say that the peer pressure has been amazing. So, our kids have also not really shown any uh, real passion for like an extracurricular activity and like the, the, if you have kids and you know the cost that is associated with a child doing a extracurricular activity.
1: And multiple child.
0: Multiple children. It adds up. Yeah, so anything that we do we have for say our oldest daughter. Is definitely going to happen
1: for our, It's definitely going to have to happen for our side. Our,
0: our younger daughter is going to want to do it also.
1: Or do something comparable. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so our daughter wanted to do gymnastics.
1: Anybody who knows that's an expensive one of the most expensive extracurricular yeah. activities. It can be up to about $150 a month per for one child.
0: One child. And that's what I loved about the peer pressure was our neighbor girl she also was doing gymnastics so she was getting so good at her cartwheels and it was making my daughter like it was making her frustrated she was frustrated and she because she thought why can't i do that why can't i do that hard on herself just you know feeling like i don't want to do it at all then if i can't do it blah 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 And so no,
1: I can't. She was there's something wrong with me, basically. Oh yeah, she that I can't do this.
0: She didn't believe she could do it.
1: That it was physically impossible.
0: Right. So, what does resourceful dad do?
1: Oh dad, oh dad.
0: I go to Doctor Google, and I pull up YouTube, and I say, hey, so gymnastics. I'm I'm not going to just start putting you into classes if you're going to go once and maybe not even like it because you're giving up on it right now.
1: Because how many times has that happened, parents, that you sign your kids up, you pay the deposit, you get the uniform, you start the season, and a third of the way they want to quit.
0: The first one, they're like, I want to go. And then by the fifth one, they're like,
1: I don't want to do this anymore. You're
0: like, come on, we got to go. And they're like, eh, I don't want to do it. And, you know, tantrum, this, that, the other thing, whatever. That
1: means that they are not passionate and you just wasted a lot of money.
0: So what... Our thrifty selves have to do in this situation. How do we situation. find out if
1: you're really passionate about? it? How do
0: we know it? if you're going to stick with it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we went, and uh, we were just happened to be out in Rancho Santa Fe at a garage sale, and the skies opened up, the sun shined down, and a light hit a rainbow-colored gymnastics mat. A really nice. At the same time, I I I swear to you, the angels started singing. <sighs> and the lady said $15 and i said oh my gosh you've got a deal and so we bought a uh a a gymnastics mat like a mat. gym
1: quality gymnastics mat it's a good mat. one
0: it's great i mean it's like $150 a $150 gymnastics mat we got it for 15 bucks at a garage sale it's amazing and my daughter got excited and she was like ooh
1: that coupled with neil's youtube
0: yes that idea paired with we can learn anything on YouTube. Anything you want to learn right you now. We have it
1: on our TV in our living room. So yes. you typed in YouTube.
0: Yep, we typed gymnastics. in gymnastics tutorial. Yeah. And what do you know? A cartwheel tutorial popped right up.
1: My little girl her age.
0: And they were crushing it.
1: Yeah.
0: And they showed you how to do a cartwheel over and over again. She watched it over and over again. and.
1: We put that mat out on the lawn.
0: We put it out in the front yard. We also did it in the living room. Mm-hmm. Like We just put that mat... Whenever she wanted to practice, she'd pull it out, and within, what do you say, like a couple weeks?
1: Oh, yeah. She, she, whenever she had a, it was, almost became a, like a fidget kind of response. So, mm. you know when kids kind of fidget with their fingers, their hands? Her little thing would be to, like, do a cartwheel or practice <laughs> her cartwheel.
0: It was, totally. One night, she sat in the living room with the mat, and she just went back and forth on the mat and did over 100 cartwheels in a row. Just back and forth.
1: That is passion, my friends.
0: And then, of course, now that she learned to do cartwheels, then we took her to uh, a gymnastics class, and she she didn't really end up loving the class.
1: It wasn't what she thought it would be.
0: Yeah, and so now a little too serious. Yeah, so we do dance parties on the regular, like on the on the daily, and so uh, we ended up getting her into a, uh, a a really good dance class with like.
1: And she's excited and she oh. loves it.
0: And they're like professional dancers and they are, uh, what did they, who did they choreograph for?
1: Um, a lot of like uh, sync. I know all you old fogies like us might know who those people are. <laughs> Usher and things like that. But yeah. They're now, like from now, LA
0: and they opened a studio nearby and the girls freaking
1: love it. So, and it, and it incorporates a little bit of that gymna- gymnastics um, techniques. They're stretching, yeah. and they're, they have to be very flexible. There's yep. splits and things like that. So that is incorporating our dance parties along with a little bit of gymnastics. And still to this day, that gymnastics mat gets used on the regular. The kids are bored. The second they tell us they're bored, we pull that mat out, and they go in the front. So they're still driven. Who knows if gymnastics is going to is gonna
0: come back into the picture. But but we didn't spend we didn't, $300 a month.
1: Oh, you want to do it? Let's just go sign you up. hmm that's a waste of money, people.
0: She was burnt out after roughly two months. Yeah. Basically, like, didn't, like, that was it. Like, we we didn't even end up, she went to gymnastics for a trial class. Yeah. Didn't even really like it. Yeah. And, you know, she had already even learned some of the components.
1: So I think what what we're saying is she was already satisfied. She learned what she want. She realized in hindsight that she had already learned everything that she wanted to learn when she went to that class. She realized, oh, I don't really want to do all this stuff. I guess all I really wanted to do was learn how to do a cartwheel.
0: And she went into that class she was... super confident. Mm-hmm. Like she was on point. Like
1: I think she basically wanted she... the teacher to ask her to do a cartwheel. She wanted to show her how she could do it.
0: Yeah. And so like that was the other thing is like she had all of this confidence ready mm-hmm. before she even went. And There was no fear whatsoever. going into it. She just was ready to go in and dominate that class. And she did. She did really good. And I was surprised that she wasn't just like, I want to do more, but that wasn't the that, jam. And that,
1: that goes back to what Niels was saying about how he had prepared her. Or we had prepared her ahead of time. She had practiced. We tried to figure out if that was a passion of hers. She got pretty good at it. Then she went, and there, like I said, there was no first-day jitters. There was a, okay, bring it on kind of mentality. And you can really use that kind of that kind of coaching for your children in so many other um areas of life. Find out what they're passionate about. Don't go run out and buy all the equipment or pay for the classes or do anything like that. Be creative and figure out how you can um, figure out whether it's just passion, whether it's passion or if it's just a a passing fad or a passing interest. Once you find that out, uh, if you find that if it is a passion and you decide to pursue it with your child or your child decides to pursue it, they will go in so confident. You are setting, themself, they're set, setting them up for so much success and confidence, which is like what we said. We're trying to cultivate confidence in our children. Mm-hmm. So try and prepare them ahead of time, and don't waste your money. It's not necessary.
0: Unless you got all the money to waste. By all means, feed the economy. They, but. Can
1: <laughs> be their, they can be their own teachers. or. Yeah. Things like YouTube or a friend can be their teachers, but
0: also it's that's, that's resourcefulness. It's giving them problem solving skills for the future as well. Like, if you teach them right now that that they don't need to go to you know this that or the other thing to learn something, they just need to go and figure it out and learn those things. That's that's problem solving skills. That's uh, that's one of the best you know tools in your toolbox. Survival skills for, too. Yeah, for survival and and uh, and you know growing up and entering the workforce Mm -hmm. um so that that was uh that's all i got for delayed gratification and you know nuggets and tools for Mm -hmm. for bringing kids uh up and giving them confidence and uh and the stick-to-itiveness to play the long game a little bit yeah um let us let us know what you think if you if you listen to the podcast uh leave us a Review on iTunes or
1: comment a question. We always love questions. Question
0: any any feedback. uh, Let us know. We're we're open to discussing anything. If you if you have any questions, just on the side note, if you have any questions or you need any support in uh, whether you're you know pregnant or you have kids or anything, reach out. We've got tons of information there. Marissa, uh, she delivered all four of our kids naturally, and I got to participate in catching all of them. And we've got a lot of experience in that world of uh, pregnancy and delivery. And you know, if you just need a to bounce something off somebody, leave us a leave us a message. We'll surely get back to you because um, we got tons of that random information. A lot of our friends come to us for th- that type of information.
1: Um, and can we pose a question of the day Ooh. to yourself? Something to think about um, after you listen to this episode. When is the last time that you practiced? delayed gratification Mm. can you think about the last time to be honest i really am having a hard time thinking when my last and so that makes me think that that's something that maybe that i need to start implementing in my own life but do you know the last time you practiced any delayed gratification if so maybe this is something that you want to start looking at you know practicing in your own life or maybe teaching to your own children
0: Mm.
1: think about it people and we'll see you in the next episode we hope you Have a great night, great day, whatever time it is. We'll Mm -hmm. talk to you soon.
0: Have an amazing day. This is Parental Advisory. Thanks for listening.
1: All right. Good night.
0: Good night.